The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When everyone else is teaching you defense, Nicholas is teaching you to go on the offense. Welcome to the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. Prevention is the key, and no one shows you how better. It all starts right here. Now, here is your host, Nicholas St. John. Well, thank you, and welcome, everyone. My name is Nicholas St. John, and today's show is going to be very exciting. The standard format that I want to use is that our first segment will cover what's in the news as far as viral and bacterial infections. And I've got a number of things that have come up, and so we're going to cover that today. I'm also going to have a segment we're going to be talking about, building a firm foundation. And while that sounds like it's logical, when you get into the science and the medical community, they have managed to make this so difficult and they've turned it into something so complex and you're going to, I'm going to give you some examples of that later and then of course I'm going to actually show you and tell you how to, to build the foundation why building it works and what it is that makes it work so well so let's get started again thanks for everyone being here I appreciate you uh, coming on to the plugging into the show today as far as what's making the news the big news has been that essentially the Ebola outbreak is now officially declared over. Okay, What they do is they, they sample, and if there's no new cases in what they call the wild, in other words, it wasn't induced because they did something or a laboratory or anything like that, that if there was no new cases in Liberia, Sierra Leone, or Guinea in the past 42 days – then it's de- officially declared over. Now, this was what the absolute worst outbreak of Ebola uh, since they discovered it clear back in the 70s. Now, there's been minor outbreaks over the years, and they just come and go. They kind of come out, they start, and they kind of burn themselves out. Who, and no one understands why they burn themselves out, but they just do. Uh, even things like the Spanish flu of 1918, 1919, it burned itself out. And then, of course, there has been some others in the 50s. Uh, the Hong Kong flu did the same thing. And again, something, some in the uh, 60s and the, the big one of 76 where the swine flu of 1976 was expected to be devastating like the 1918 where they actually came out with mandated vaccines and essentially – Ultimately, they stopped the mandated vaccines because the vaccines had actually killed more than the flu did. So back to the Ebola, it it infected well over 30,000 people. That's how many people were infected. This particular strain, the Zaire strain, uh, over 11,000 people died from Ebola. And one of the numbers that you weren't told about was that about 280 Doctors, 
nurses and healthcare workers. These are people who have regu had regular jobs back in the countries that they were at, uh, like Dr. Kent Brantley from uh, Doctors Without Borders went over to serve and contracted Ebola. Of the 11,000 plus that died, 280 of them were doctors, nurses, and healthcare workers. Now that is a travesty. I mean, these guys were serving out of the goodness of their heart. They wanted to help, and 280 of them, one of the largest numbers of healthcare workers sent into regions uh, to have died from an outbreak, uh, maybe ever. So anyway, it, you can tell how deadly that disease is uh, from the the number of people who went to serve who also died. And again, these are people who are being cautious. But anyway, uh, it has been declared over. Now, the treatment for Ebola was that essentially they quarantined you, uh, they made you comfortable, they gave you fluids until you either recovered or you died. Now, that seems like a strange treatment that they make you comfortable, but for most viral infections, that's what we're up against, guys. And so I don't want you to live in fear that if you get one of these types of viral infections, that you end up with uh, a place where you're in, in a hospital where you're quarantined like they did the SARS patients and did the same thing. It's typical because viral infections are unique, and I'm not going to get into the physiology of how viruses infect the cells, but uh, the immune system has a hard time fighting them off once it gets inside of a cell. Uh, some other news is we've all heard about uh, E. coli and the noroviruses, and right now Chipotle is under investigation by the U.S. Attorney General's office, and I'm not sure what they're looking for there, but uh, they think there's possibly uh, some, some action to be taken. Uh, there are a number of people who have now started filing suits, and it looks like now because of the numbers of people, and it wasn't a lot. It was, I think there's 71 or so, maybe uh, a few more than that, that have uh, gotten E. coli from, or norovirus from, uh, from the Chipotle restaurants. They are assuming that that's where it's from. They believe they've traced it back to that. But, that has, but there's now a class action suit, and unfortunately, if you like uh, Chipotle, uh, this is one of those things that could bankrupt them and, take, and put them out of business, unfortunately. And so uh, – they don't know exactly what it was that they were doing that was different that let this get through, but they're not asking the right questions. And the question that needs to be asked is if a hundred people ate at the restaurant and ate the exact same foodstuffs and only one of them came out and got E. coli, why did that one person get sick and the other 99 not get sick? Okay, that's a question that really no one's asking, but I did find a study. There was a study done uh, by, uh, the, uh, by Duke University, and interestingly enough, they uh, came back and said, we've, we've isolated it, and we think that we know why some are getting sick and some aren't. And so there was a study published uh, to the Journal of Infectious Diseases on January 19th. And they, their conclusion was this, and this is almost laughable, guys. Their conclusion was that because the one person who did get sick from E. coli was because they had a propensity 
to it because of their very, get this, DNA. In other words, the DNA in their cells made them more susceptible to E. coli. And so they did some tests. They've, they've gone through again. They, they, they're really great at justifying the, the dollars that someone invests or grants to them to study this stuff. And they were able to, to pin down uh, uh, down to about 29 what they call immune-related genes. And so they're, they're running with this, and they've had uh, all kinds of stuff going on. So uh, I want to read you this from their report. It says, Quote, we have found a set of immune-related genes to focus on, uh, Salek said. Now, if we can understand how the expression of these genes imparts this resistance and susceptibility, we might be able to offer new ways to boost your immune system to protect against prevalent infections such as E. coli or better predict who is at greater risk of getting an infection? So what are they going to do? Issue a I don't know a warning that you have uh, you have a gene or you have a you're susceptible to E. coli. Listen, guys, they are making this way more more complex than they really need to. Uh, the the next big news is a virus called the Zika virus. It's down in Brazil and it causes birth defects in pregnant women. Here's the problem with that. While right now it's isolated to Brazil, the Olympics are going to be down there this summer, which means that people are going to be coming in right and left. And then, and keep in mind, it comes from mosquitoes. It's a, you know, it's a mosquito-borne virus like West Nile is, and you could get it, not have any signs of it no symptoms, come back to your country, and then start spreading it. So it could spread to the entire world, this Zika virus. Again, that's one of the reasons you, you really need to have your uh, immune system so strong. Now, Dr. Klenner did a lot of testing, and he had 300 women that he gave increased amounts of vitamin C, and they found out that the, the, the birth was a lot easier. Uh, there was... Uh, minimal or no post-birth uh, bleeding, and that the babies got to be known in these clinics as the vitamin C babies because they were so much more healthy. Now, in the, the U.S. Uh, uh, flu tracking, there's really not much to tell because we really haven't gotten into the major part of the, the season yet, but there's just a few uh, places, uh, and interestingly enough, uh, uh, one of them is Iowa. Interesting, as all the people traveling back and forth to that state for the primaries. Uh, also, California, Arizona, uh, Kentucky. I'm sorry, uh, Virginia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and a couple of the couple three of the states in the Northeast is the places that has the most widespread. Most of its a few of the states have regional. Most of the country has sporadic, and there's a couple of states that have. Uh, basically no activity of, of Tennessee and, and Alabama. So uh, I'm going to cover on an upcoming show this Im immunology. Uh, you're hearing more about it, this immune uh, immunotherapy, which is an interesting subject. So we'll be covering that more, but there's some of that is 
uh, in the news this week and also a protein identified that's going to help newborn babies. Uh, uh, They actually think they'll be able to give vaccines to newborn babies. Uh, Listen, we want you to call into the show. So our number is 866-472-5792. And I go into more depth of this in my books. If you go to immunitycrisis.info, you can sign up for the newsletter at the bottom. And also there's a video on there really kind of goes through a lot of this stuff that I talk about the foundation, the seven things that you can do or not do to boost your immune system. So uh, at, that, at this point, uh, we want to need to take a break. So uh, stay tuned. I'm going to be getting into uh, a lot of the side effects of some of the drugs and what, how devastating some of these things can be. So uh, we'll see you back in just a few. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team as this grassroots effort to take back our healthcare system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash newsletter dot html or text the word crisis to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the ImmunityCrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit ImmunityCrisis.info today. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. This is the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to nicholas.stjohn at gmail.com. That's n-i-c-h-o-l-a-s dot s-t-j-o-n at gmail.com. Now, back to the Health Cure Show. Great, and welcome back, guys. Uh, This segment where I'm going to cover side effects, we seem to be creating 
a lot of problems for ourselves. Now, listen, there's a place for internal medicine. There's a place for drugs. There's a place for surgeries. It just, in my opinion, isn't every place. Now, there are the major modalities that a lot of doctors are trained in. When I covered the last show, uh, the, the fact that there are more and more doctors branching off into holistic. What's the whole body telling me? What, how do we treat these diseases at the very root cause rather than just the symptoms? And so if you're like me, I, the, the fact that we advertise, the fact that in this country, and I believe that there's only three countries in the world that allow pharmaceutical companies to actually advertise over the airways or over television networks and radio networks. And the U.S. happens to be one of them. We've been there for a long time. Now, they make a great deal of money, and so to sponsor and be advertising on a lot of shows, essentially, at this point, the only thing that's keeping a lot of these places afloat. And so I understand from a financial standpoint why they've done it, but it drives me crazy because what's one of the rules? At the end of the commercial, they have to start listing side effects. Now, one of the side effects, several years ago, there, there was a COX-2 inhibitor uh, called Vioxx. Now, that was for the people with arthritic pain, and there's a lot of – there's millions of people in America that have this arthritic pain, and so they wanted to do something to – help alleviate that pain. And of course, it's just basically it it masks over or it shuts something off that the body needs to function properly. And so when you start shutting things off, you end up with trouble. So I'm going to go over just one of the biggest ones we hear about all the time. They just flood the commercial airways with this is a drug called Humira. And while it for a while, it was for arthritic or uh, acute arthritic pain. They've now decided it was good for a number of other things. So now it's for all kinds of stuff. They just keep expanding the list of things that you can use for that. So uh, I'm going to go through the common, what's called common side effects, because these are broken into categories, believe it or not. There's common, and then there's kind of rare or or just you know, not so common, uh, infrequent, and then there's uh, the the essentially the very rare ones. But let me just cover this list. Which, uh, if they took the time to list all of these, there would you know these would be two minute commercials or maybe three minute commercials because there's so many of them. So here's the common side effects to Humira. It's acute infection of the nose, throat, or sinus. Now, I don't know if you've ever had a sinus headache or not, or you've ever fought a throat infection or a nose infection, but I'm telling you, they're miserable. That's the first one on the list. They're probably listed here. Well, I thought they were listed here alphabetically, but they're not. But anyway, we've got a group of those common that are, quote, severe. An acute infection of the nose, throat, or sinus is severe. Cellulitis, which I don't even have a clue what that is. Extreme loss of body water. In other words, dehydration is a severe side effect, common side effect to Humira. Fever, infection, lupus-like syndrome. Lupus-like syndrome? Hello? Uh, another one is a severe rash. Uh, 
and also sepsis caused by bacteria. Now, just so you know, sepsis is essentially it's when the bacteria gets into your bloodstream and so it gets out of the tissue that it's infecting and it's gotten into the bloodstream. When it gets at the sepsis level in the plague, you have essentially two days to diagnose, identify, and treat before you're dead. So one of the severe side effects of Humira is sepsis caused by bacteria. Now, I talked about the plague, and although that's been gone, you know, that was from the 1340s, 1340 something. And so that has not been a problem in this country or in the world for centuries. But recently, uh, in May, there was some prairie dogs outside of Flagstaff that were found to have carry fleas that had the plague. There was a 16-year-old, strong, vibrant young man, uh, 16 years old in not Europe, but in the United States, not just anywhere, but in Colorado, in Denver, playing with his dog. One of the fleas on his dog is infected, bites him. He has sepsis uh, plague and septicemic plague. And two days later, he is dead. Okay, so that's one of the severe, uh, side, common side effects of Humira. Now, other things are like feel like throwing up, head pain, itching, redness of skin, signs and symptoms of injection site, and sinus irritation and con uh, congestion. congestion. Infrequent ones are things like abnormal heart rhythm. These are all severe as well. Uh, abnormal metabolism, acquired increase of red blood cells, asthma, atrial uh, fibrillation, which there's another drug they'll give you to combat that. So we just keep getting more and more of this stuff. Uh, bleeding of the stomach or intestines, uh, bacterial infection of the kidney. Boy, I'm looking forward to that one. Broken bones, cataracts, chest pain, chronic heart failure. Another severe one is a complete stoppage of the heart. Now, this one is in the infrequent side effects, but if you're one of those guys who ends up with a complete stoppage of the heart, you're, you're wishing you had been a little more infrequent than the time you did that. The list goes on. Extremely high blood pressure, fast heartbeat, fainting, feels of fa feel like fainting, flu-like symptoms, gallstones, heart attack, uh, high blood pressure, uh, I mean, inflammation of the bladder, kidney stones, uh, liver tissue death, multiple sclerosis, pneumonia, reactivated uh, tuberculosis, shingles, trouble breathing, tumors, arthritis, backache, bone disease, confused cramps, uh, high cholesterol. I mean, the list is just unbelievable. Now, these are all under the less severe, like uh, pain in arms and legs and throwing up. And then uh, then there's rare appendicitis, liver function abnormal uh, liver function tests, and uh, blood clotting, all this stuff, type diverticulitis, uh, uh, heart failure, hepatitis, uh, the list goes on. Uh, so anyway, I'm not going to go through all those, but uh, if you go to Viagra, what are some of the common side effects? You know, he headache, upset stomach, abnormal vision, nasal congestion, backache, muscular pain, nausea, dizzy, dizziness, rash, uh, diarrhea, uh, loss of vision, ringing in the ears, chest pain, or irregular heartbeat, and then uh, then of course there's embryo. And headache, stomach pain, nausea, vomiting. You get Tamiflu. The list of those things are uh, nausea, headaches, achiness, fever, um, uh, diarrhea, vomiting. And when you look at the flu, you're going, 
we'll see. I got those symptoms from the flu, and now I take a drug that gives me the same symptoms. My question is this. How do you know you're over the flu if the drugs they're giving you have the exact same side effects? You know, I just don't get it. That We need to have a better way of doing this. One of the other things that we're finding in research, because they don't do long-term, they do short-term, is that, interestingly enough, chickenpox vaccine has some side effects and some long-term effects. Studies are now finding that people who got the chickenpox vaccine are now more susceptible to getting shingles. I have a friend in their early 20s with shingles. Now, when you see the ads on TV, uh, how do we fix this problem that we've been cre- we've created now? Uh, probably using the chickenpox vaccine because it's unnatural. If you get chickenpox naturally, the, your lifetime immunity is much much better. We know that these things uh, wear off because they ask you to come in and do what? Get a booster shot. Well, now we're finding people. Younger and younger and younger getting shingles. Now, my granddad had it, and it's very, it's miserable. It's very painful. I'm going to do – I will be doing a segment where I'm going to be talking about how to treat it. Now, I found some really great alternative treatments that will can take care of this. In literally two or three days, it can stop the pain, and it can clear up the – the blisters and the scabs. So, um, you know, look forward to, to when I do a show on actual uh, treatments that I found from some very reputable uh, complementary and alternative and nutritional um, doctors, ortho, uh, orthomolecular uh, doctors. So, anyway, so we may be creating our own problems here with all of these drugs, with chicken pox, and maybe it's spurring uh, us on and making people susceptible to the vaccine uh, or to the um, uh, to shingles. Now, vaccines all in and of themselves have a number of side effects. Uh, Gian Barre or Bar, however you want to pronounce that, symptom is where syndrome is where you get uh, some paralysis, uh, kind of like polio, because it can be from the waist down or the knees down. Uh, others are children getting what's called uh, febrile or fibril seizures where they have like kind of an epileptic seizure and then of course there are people who have even died from these vaccines and there's a special court set up you cannot go back and sue the companies the pharmaceutical companies you can't go back and sue the government that's mandated some of these things so ends up uh, you have to go to a special court and even that special court since it's come into being in the mid mid 80s have paid out $3.6 billion to people that have been injured due to vaccines. And so that's uh, uh, that's the way you handle that. So we're creating a lot of our problems. Guys, we need to take a break. I'm going to cover the foundation of how to strengthen your immune system. So join us uh, back in just a few minutes. We'll be right here waiting for you. Uh, look forward to you coming back. Thanks. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show and Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team as this grassroots effort to take back our healthcare system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash newsletter dot html or text the word crisis to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the ImmunityCrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit ImmunityCrisis.info today. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to nicholas.stjohn at gmail.com. That's n-i-c-h-o-l-a-s dot s-t-j-o-n at gmail.com. Now, back to the Health Cure Show. Hello, and welcome back, guys. I want to welcome you, and we are um, all set to go here. This segment, we're going to cover the foundation of your immune system. Now, there are literally hundreds and hundreds of things you can do to strengthen your immune system. I I was watching an ad the other day on TV for a car, and they had a couple in the car laughing, and underneath that said, laughing boosts your immune system. Okay, so this is becoming a really a trend. You're going to see this a lot more uh, as people uh, capitalize on it. So <clears throat> the the foundation of our immune system is, you know, we have a ton of white blood cells. They're kind of the soldiers out on the front lines. And so when you get something in your body, your body goes to war. Now, we're at war all the time because we, we breathe in germs and viruses and bacteria and the foods we eat and the toxins in our atmosphere and all this stuff. So there's these little teeny skirmishes all the time. Even as Dr. Christine Horner said last week, we have in our bodies these cells that are going a little crazy that become uh, cancerous. But the body in small numbers, if your immune system is strong enough, will take care of them. It recognizes them and gets them and gets them gets rid of them. It's a normal part of the way we live. But if your immune system is weakened, and I 
I'm not, I don't have the time to go through it all, but if you go to the websites like CDC and WHO and WebMD and uh, eMedicine and eHealthline, all these, they all say the same thing, and that is if you have a weak immune system, it makes you susceptible to a viral or bacterial infection or germs or pathogens or any of that stuff. So every one of them agrees across the board that in order to keep from getting something, you need a strong immune system. I mean, obviously, it's the opposite. They're saying if you if you have a weak immune system, you're going to be susceptible to it. So the antithesis of that is that if I have a strong immune system, I'm going to be able to counter it. And interestingly enough, it's not just about prevention, but this carries over into fighting a disease or an infection as well. So even if you have a weak immune system, you get sick. If you can strengthen your immune system very quickly and effectively, you can get the upper hand. So even people like with Ebola, they could – they had a weakened immune system. I mean that's again and, – and even on the website that said in order to get over Ebola like that, you know, 20,000 that didn't die, they apparently had a response, immune response that was strong enough. So in, in the foundation is that we have white blood cells are primary, and there's a bunch of different ones. I'm not going to get into that. But these white blood cells need to have all of the, if you will, ammunition. Let's Let's think about them as soldiers, and if you have an invader, you have someone come into your territory – you want them to be fortified with all the ammunition that they need. Now, that ammunition is a very foundation. It's what's called ascorbic acid, sodium ascorbate, or what's commonly known as vitamin C. Now, people go, oh, yeah, this has been controversial. This has been around forever. And while it has been around for a long time, people have not understood – how significant that one basic building block is. Now, vitamin C, we don't make it. Humans, some apes, um, uh, chimpanzees, uh, the fruit bat, guinea pigs, there's a number of mammals that don't make their own. So the only way we get it is through food, uh, nutrition, and through supplements. So let me explain what ascorbic acid does once it gets in your white blood cells. Uh, it has three functions. It's antioxidative, which means that if you get uh, something that's oxidative, it's, it's going to go and neutralize that. It's reactive. So if you have it in your cells, not just white blood cells, but in all of the cells, and that's what's called saturation. It takes a lot to get it to that level, but let's say you're at the level of saturation. It's sitting there. In your in your uh, your cells, and it's ascorbic acid, and, and when it's when it comes in contact with say a virus that injects the DNA or RNA to start replicating itself in that cell, the this ascorbic acid sitting in these cells is becomes essentially like uh, hydrogen peroxide. Now, if you've ever poured hydrogen peroxide into a, a sink. It doesn't fizz everywhere, but when it gets down around the drain, you'll see around the edge there where it's all recessed. That's where germs and bacteria basically collect, and they ferment, and they multiply, and, and so they grow down in these dark places in little areas around the edges of the sink drain. So when you pour in hydrogen peroxide down there, you'll see it start fizzing around there because that's 
uh, hydrogen peroxide is very unstable, and so it goes after this stuff in a, a vicious way and starts doing a chemical reaction and just neutralizes it. That's what that's what ascorbic acid does in your cells. And so when you're doing when you have enough of this stuff in your system, it's very 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 reactive. So while the white blood cells can't tell a cell it's been infected by a virus, the reactive agent in ascorbic acid can so it turns itself into this hydrogen peroxide and neutralizes it and just basically shreds the nuclei that this virus has infected that cell with. The last one is it's a repairing agent. Now, every cell in your body is held together with something called collagen. Now, we've all heard about uh, how it can make your skin tighter and all that. It, it's, it's a vital part of our whole system. And vitamin C is part of that reaction that creates collagen. And so as we get vitamin C into our bodies, it's being moved around and utilized in as an antioxidant, as a reactive agent, and as a repairing agent in the form of collagen. So every time your blood, your heart pumps, as those vessels expand, that pulls on the collagen between all of those cells. And so it's important that you have a, a, a high degree of ascorbic acid in your system so it's always creating the collagen. Now, I'm not going to get into the whole Ebola thing because that's once you deplete it, those cells stop holding together, and that's when you get these things called hemorrhagic fever. Okay, so the creation of collagen is very, very, very important. People who take uh, high doses of it, uh, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 grams a day, uh, a lot of the statements about them are, wow, you look so young. Well, it's because all of the elasticity that they needed for their skin and blood vessels and muscle and all of that stuff is constantly being refurbished at a really great rate. Now, the question is, how much do we need? And if you look at the the I'm not sure what organization it is, but they study guinea pigs and they said, you know, they need um, uh, about 10 to 35 uh, milligrams uh, for their weight. Well, if you correlate that same amount to humans, it would be about 900 milligrams, so which is a hundred. Uh, I'm sorry, it's 10 times more. 10 times more than what you get in uh, in the RDA. The recommended dietary allowance for humans for adult men is only 90 milligrams. For adult women, it's 75, unless you smoke. Now, it's interesting that they say if you smoke, you need more. So if you're an adult male and you smoke, if you don't smoke, it's 90. If you do smoke, it's 135 uh, milligrams. That's a 70% increase of what you do if you don't. 70%. That's almost double what you would do. And the question that, again, no one's asking is why, if uh, someone's a smoker, they need more? And so the answer is that they put all those toxins in their body. Your, your, your 
immune system is at war, eliminating the toxins. The reactive agent, the antioxidative agent is doing that, and any damage that happens is repairing. So it uses a lot more vitamin C. And so those are the recommended dietary allowance. Interestingly enough, they don't say if you get a viral infection, if you get a bacterial infection, you should increase it to anything. As a matter of fact, the study is trying to disprove Dr. Pauling saying that you should be on increased amounts of vitamin C if you have a viral infection or if you have a bacterial or, or you're poisoned or toxins. And so just using guinea pigs, if we look at the same thing from goats, now goats can make their own. They have the whatever the, the little enzyme the liver makes that, that changes, uh, changes it into ascorbic acid, they can do that. So you take a 155-pound goat, and on if they're what's called unstressed, they make about 12,000 milligrams uh, a, a day for their body, and, and that's unstressed. If it's stressed, it goes up sometimes double that. And so interestingly enough, if you're a 155-pound male, our system says – you only, or our RDA says you only need 90 milligrams, whereas the the goat, and I understand that humans are not goats, but if you look at just, I mean, the discrepancy between the amounts are unbelievable. 90 milligrams for a, a, a adult male, 12,000 is what an adult goat makes. So 90 milligrams, 12,000 milligrams. Does someone not put this – does this not sound right? So it's it's just there's a, a huge discrepancy. So Dr. Klenner, Dr. Linus Pauling, uh, who had one of the greatest minds of the 20th century. I mean the guy held two – he had two Nobel Prizes, one in chemistry, one for peace. He was a grandfather of modern chemistry, uh, all kinds of awards and – he was just brilliant. He was the one who came up with the covalent bond between atoms, and so he, he figured out the whole thing that makes chemistry work today. And so in his findings, and Cothcart, who invented the uh, elliptical hip joint, once those guys got to a place where they couldn't be swayed or they weren't, uh, they weren't uh, at risk of losing their, uh, you know, their income – they started – they embraced this stuff, and they've written all kinds of books. Uh, vitamin C, the the whole story is one of the great ones from Dr. Andrew Saul uh, and also Dr. Hickey. Both are PhDs. Uh, Linus Pauling wrote a couple books uh, about vitamin C. So anyway, it's really, really powerful. You want to get uh, inside scoop from these guys, get one or, or two of those books or both of them. Anyway, Klenner – Pauling and Cothcart all came to almost the same conclusion, and that was that humans really need more like five to 6,000 milligrams. Now, if you just go to 1,000 or 2,000 a day, it will help uh, stave off colds and flus. But if you really want to have an optimal system, it's five to 6,000, and the equation that they had was essentially this. You take your body weight in pounds, multiply it by 30, and that's going to give you roughly the amount. Now, it's in all of the literature, all the writings of Pauling and Cothcart and Klenner, all these guys, they say that essentially it is based on where, how much stress, how much 
is going on in your body, how much toxins, all that stuff. So um, figuring out what you need, but minimal, 1,000 to 2,000 milligrams a day. And uh, I know people who are taking – I take typically between six and 10,000 milligrams a day because uh, I want my, my foundation extremely solid. So listen, it's time for a break. So we're going to cut away here. Uh, stay with us. We'll be back, and I'm going to talk about cat, uh, not playing catch-up any longer. So uh, stay tuned, guys. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team as this grassroots effort to take back our healthcare system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash newsletter dot html or text the word crisis to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the ImmunityCrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit ImmunityCrisis.info today. We all want to live a healthy, vibrant life. With so many toxins in our world, it becomes an uphill battle. Inflammation is the premise of all disease and comes from four sources of toxins. With a proper understanding of toxins as well as proper detoxification and nutrition, disease can be avoided. Tune in to Whole Healthy Living with Sharon Brennan and learn how you can live a clean, whole, and healthy life in a toxic world. Start your journey Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to nicholas.stjohn at gmail.com. That's n-i-c-h-o-l-a-s dot s-t-j-o-n at gmail.com. Now, back to the Health Cure Show. All right, welcome back, guys. Thanks. Listen, in this final segment, I want to talk about quit playing catch-up. We need to start getting out ahead of this stuff, and the way to do that is to build a firm foundation. Like I said, there's lots of things you can do to build and strengthen your immune system, but as there's a story in the scriptures where the master is talking to his his followers and his disciples, and he, he talks about building his – there was a guy who built his house on the sand. Now, the guy probably had a great view of the beach, 
but he built his house on the sand. Then there was another guy who built his house on the rock, and then it said, and the storms came, and the winds blew, and the rains poured, and great was the fall of the man who built his house on the sand. Why? Because he did not have a firm foundation. When we look back at the number of people who get sick, invariably it's because we have a weak immune system. That's a not that's the sand of the very foundation of what we have for an immune system. If you look at it invariably, viral infections, rogue bacteria, even bacteria, germs, pathogens, uh, things like amoebas, uh, toxins, E. coli, norovirus, I mean, the list goes on and on. If you have a strong immune system and an optimal immune system, you, you never have to live in fear of this stuff, guys. I'm telling you, we need to have a strong immune system. And so, again, starting with increasing your levels of vitamin C. Now, there's a lot of others. I'm going to be covering some of them uh, in, the, in the upcoming shows. The problem is every time they come out with a new virus, we're pl waiting for them to tell us we're going to create a new vaccine or we're going to have uh, – we're going to discover what gene it is like I just read about earlier and told you about that they've identified a gene that they think can help us tell who's going to get sick from E. coli. Listen, quit doing that, guys. Uh, we're not waiting for the next protein to be identified or the immunotherapy, which you're going to hear a lot about in the, in the upcoming uh, days, weeks, months, and years. And what could possibly go wrong with that, right? But uh, we need to quit playing catch-up. Let's get out ahead. There's a reason it's prevention. There's a number of things you can do to prevent identity theft. There's things you can do to prevent getting in a car accident, learn to drive well. There's a thing. There's ways to keep from uh, end up with uh, going to uh, you know drowning and having to have someone give you CPR. Learn learn to swim. Okay, it it does. This isn't rocket science. Let's strengthen our immune system so we're not playing catch up all the time. Now, I don't want you to live in fear. And every time they come out with, oh, it's the measles outbreak. It's another virus that we didn't know about, like the Zika. Okay, all of those just keep instilling fear. Now, there's outbreaks which we have every year of whooping cough. And what do they do? They've got a whooping cough vaccine. Let's quit waiting for the quote-unquote scientists or experts or those in authority to figure out what we can do to live through these things and survive. Let's quit surviving and let's thrive. Quit playing catch-up. Quit waiting for them to do something and take control of your own immune system. We, If you'll take control of your immune system, you'll find you're going to the doctor less. Your kids are going to the doctor less. You're not having to – you know, the, the healthcare system that we're struggling with right now because we've got high deductibles – you can circumvent a lot of that by having a strong immune system and not being susceptible to everything that comes down the pipe. So I don't want you to live in fear. Build your foundation, and the very first thing you need to do, get sodium ascorbate. You can get it in a, liquid, in a powder. Uh, it's like $15 for 227 grams. Very, very, very inexpensive. 
add a half a teaspoon or a quarter teaspoon is one gram to a glass of orange juice in the morning or if that if that bothers your intestines or your stomach or whatever, then cut it to half of that and do that a couple, three times a day. Now, you can take the tablets. I'm not, I, I just find them way more expensive. So sodium ascorbate in a powder. Go get that and start utilizing it. And I use it actually in a salt shaker, and I sprinkle that so you don't have to go put it in, in something and drink it. I sprinkle it on my food. It has no taste. Sodium ascorbate, put it in a salt shaker, put it on whatever it is you're eating, your salad or your meat or you know potatoes or whatever it is you're eating, and put that on. And your kids, they won't even know, they won't even taste it, they don't even know it's there. And it's a good way to supplement. And I get about an extra gram a day just from using that. So it's very quick, it's easy. Get a salt shaker, put the the uh, powder in it, and then sprinkle it over your foods. So let's build our immune system. If you want to find out more about what I have, I have a website, viruswhisperer.com, viruswhisperer.com, and on there, I've it's a blog post. I've done over 35 television shows on a lot of this stuff, and so you'll be able to go there and see some of the interviews I've had explaining things about anti-vaxxers and, and actually what the real numbers look like uh, and how much of a threat they are or aren't. I talk about vaccination, what's in them. I talk about um, you know, listeria, when there was an outbreak of listeria. I talk about the E. coli outbreak. Uh, so it's a good place to get a lot more information. Also, get my books. I have four books out. Three of them are on immunity crisis.info again that's immunity crisis.info and so on there there's a about a 30 minute video I'm, I'm reworking that so it's a little more succinct but uh, it, it kind of goes through a lot of this stuff it'll go through the seven things very quickly and then of course uh, sodium ascorbate is one of them but get my books uh, you can get uh, the my latest one is the immunity crisis in America and the other two are if, if it gets past your immune system, the other one is nine things you can do to smack them down. Human viral infection, nine things you can do to smack them down. And then West Nile virus. We're coming back in, you know, in the spring and summer, we get back into West Nile virus. Uh, I don't want anyone else to suffer like this little girl did in Florida where she was in a, in a coma for about seven months. So go to immunity crisis. Dot info and at the bottom also there's a place for a newsletter sign up for my newsletter every time I publish an article or I send something out to uh, where I do these shows or I do TV interviews then you can uh, do it uh, get that and you'll know what to do so I appreciate you guys being here I hope this has been very helpful for you and we will see you next week Thanks for listening to The Health Cure Show. Be sure to join Nicholas St. John again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Learning to stay healthy this week and every week because the future is now.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.